then anytime you're ready. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, and thank you for joining us for this final episode, looking back on the original big screen superhero franchise, Superman. Now, you may say, well, you did the last Superman film starring Christopher Reeve, but technically, Brendan Routh and Brian Singer's Superman Returns is also part of that canon. So we're going to continue and finish off with Superman Returns. And joining me to discuss said film is Tony. Evening. Craig. Evening. And Josh. Evening. How's everybody doing? Oh, right. Fans happy to Liverpool are 1-0 up, so we're happy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Superman Returns. So I've got a, a few little details about it. So it was released on the 28th of June 2006. So it's 15 years old now. Wow. Which is just ridiculous. Um, it's as old as I am. <laughs> it had a budget of $270 million. Anyone want to take a guess at what it made? Uh, uh, like not what did you say? How many? Like three nineteen million. Oh, six hundred and two. Tony's no. basically spot on because oh. <laughs> it was three hundred and ninety-one. Wow, go ahead, lad. Um, and just a few little trivia bits. The last line in Quest of Peace was "See you in 20. Um, Superman Returns came twenty years. Exactly after they finished recording. Wow. After they finished wow. filming Quest of Pace. So it was oh, it yeah. was spot on. Um Amy Adams auditioned to play Lewis Lane in this and eventually got the role in Man of Steel. Um Jude Law was in talks to play General Zod, but when he turned it down, they wrote him out. Mm. Um and Ralph had actually previously auditioned to play Clark in Smallville, but lost out mm. to Tom Welling. Yeah. I read that. So, should we start reviewing the film? I'm going to go to Craig because I know he's not got any notes. Um, so, he's just going to riff. Let's go yeah. to the naughty boy at the back of the class first. <laughs> at least you watched it. Yeah. Do you know what, right? I've seen this film once before and um, it was all because of the hype that it was, he looked like Christopher Reeves and everything like that. And he sort of does... Um, the film has got uh, again. I made up a scene the quest for peace because that was the first time I've ever seen it. So I've got that point of reference. Although that was a terrible, terrible film, it's still in that wheelhouse, still in that universe. And this film oh, was actually um, very, very familiar to to everything. It, it just fitted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt normal, and he, he come across very Christopher Reeves. Now, the problem with I have with it is he is very Christopher Reeves. Jimmy Olsen is being Jimmy Olsen, but everybody else, like, right, and I, I can't wait to hear the science behind this film because Superman has gone off to Krypton, so he's just gone in a little bubble or something. In a little spaceship? He's gone yeah. in the ship that actually brought him to Earth. Okay, so he's just lay there in this bubble, right, and gone across galaxies, many, many galaxies, right? Stuff like that does me head in, because, <laughs> right, so how long has he been gone? 
how five years, I think. So five years. So the last film was made twenty years ago. Now they've got mobile phones. <laughs> so there's mobile phones flying all over the airplane. Now getting to the airplane, that scene when that unfolds, that was pure Superman. Mm. Yeah. And I got shivers. Um and I, I actually got emotional watching it with like happy emotional so well, just to pick up on that you're saying about getting emotional i finished watching it about an hour and a half ago and i actually cried at the bit where he comes out on um you know when the the slide comes down of the thing of the plane yeah. and he stands there in the thing and everyone's going hey i actually started to tear up i won't lie it was it was so intense and it was so Christopher Reeve Superman. You know, it, it wasn't um, the whole planet is going to die. And uh, like most superhero films are these days, that it's a global or it's a galactic, you know, something catastrophic. This is just an air, and, a, and a, it's horrible, but this is just an airplane crash. Yeah. And he saves them. And it's the way he saves them and the way and, the crowd reacts. And as he says, it's still the safest way to travel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just pick up on, on that again. I read there was a deleted, well, not it's not even deleted scene. It was in the original script and they cut it because they thought, no, it's still too soon. There was going to be a bit, you know, when he's flying around saving everyone after the plane bit, there was going to be a bit where he's hovering above ground zero in New York yeah. and he goes, oh. if I'd have been here, this wouldn't have happened. Oh. And the yeah, I just had a shiver there. Yeah, Brian's well, finger thought, I'm not putting that in. Yeah, because I was going to p- pick up then on what Craig said about the mobile phones and stuff. What you've got to remember is even though it's it's five years in terms of the story, you kind of have to ignore the 20 years between the films being made. Yeah, it's a bit of a... It's, kind of like, it's like the Simpsons, how the Simpsons and Family Guy, how those guys never age over a yeah. decade. Yeah. You basically just shift time forward to allow for it. That's what happens with that. Um so the film itself, right, again is textbook Superman. Mm-hmm. It's very safe, but it's wonderful at the same time. I loved everything about this film. You know, Lex Luthor isn't trying to destroy the world. He's gonna kill millions of people. Yeah, granted. But he's doing it for real estate. <laughs> do, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's it's Which a rehash plot, really, but yeah. it works. Yeah, it's basically the same plot from the first Superman. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, it's just brilliant. Um, I don't know. Obviously, he's got a son at the end of it. Spoilers. Now, I don't know if they were going to carry this universe on, and it just and that's where you boys are going to come in and educate me. You know, was this it, or are we supposed to? You know, is there another universe out there, multiverse or whatever? Because his son's there. Uh, but, so well, that, go on. I think there's supposed to be a sequel, wasn't there, Paul? Yeah, there was, and and they did touch on it in Crisis yeah. last year um, mm. that his son had died. Yeah, that the Joker had killed the, them all. The original mm. plan, if it had been a proper film, was going to be that. Bizarro and or Brainiac were going to be in it, which personally I think would have been fantastic in Brian mm. Singer's hands. Um, but obviously they didn't because it had quite a low take-up at the box office. Um, but the Crisis crossover where Brandon Routh is Superman with the black, uh, the red and black mm. S, 
Um, that is a continuation yeah. of Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh, so that's on the the, the Flash TV series yeah. and all. Yeah. So we've watched all that, yeah. and I didn't even join the dots that that was him. It was mm. probably the. Yeah. That's him. That well, that's that character. Yeah. It, but it is still Ralph, obviously. So I mean, in summing up, this is a wonderful, wonderful Superman film, and it's a wonderful tribute. Um, to what's his face, Christopher yeah. Reeves. Yeah, I think it's a it's a lovely film. It's certainly a solid eighty five out of hundred for me. Yeah, uh, I loved it. It was just lovely. So yeah. that's that's that. There you go, boys. Uh-huh. Now educate me. <laughs> well, there's there's one thing I did want to pick up on in terms of that land grab plot is. Who the hell would actually want to live on that freaking thing anyway? It's so <laughs> ugly. It's yeah. You start drilling the, the ground and it just all cracked. It was just yeah. glass. And Lex didn't really think it through much, did he? No. no. <laughs> I do love at the end, though, where he's like stranded on that island and you think like, you got your island, didn't you? <laughs> She's great. Well, Parker Posey, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. what? I'm not being funny. What the fuck was the point of having air in that film? All it does is scream and silently react to shit. Luther has to have a really shit sidekick, though. A female sidekick. He can't be without one. And they always have to grow a conscience. Can't men grow a conscience? No. Well, do you know the the crystals that she tipped out of the helicopter? Mm. Now, they were still on the island, weren't they? Yeah. Daddy threw into space. Mm. So are we going to suppose that Superman went into space to get them crystals back? Probably. I mean, he's still got to talk to Daddy-O in the fortress. Because so. they were like the gremlins, weren't they? You get a crystal wet <laughs> and they mass produce. Now, that ground Same on that island was very, very wet. So she took a chance there. But anyway, I'll hand over to you now, boys. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to pick up talking of, of Luther is you cannot have a Superman film without Luther wearing a really bad wig. <laughs> yeah. He has to wear an well, awful wig. Well, what, one of the notes I wrote, you know, when he goes to the museum to steal the um, the meteorite, did that wig grow up and become Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> <laughs> I know he got more bloody presents than Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> He was rubbish in that whole thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Shall we pass you pass over to Josh now? Uh, um, well, I mainly... I kind of slated it a bit more than Craig did, to be honest, because um, I don't like when people just reuse other people's films unless they sort of s- sprinkle it, like having salt on your food. Don't, like, just shove an old Superman film in with new actors and a slightly new plot. Um, so I kind of slated it. Um, although I love Brandon Routh. I love that man. That man should have had more time as Superman. I don't care what anyone says. And it, re- it really did kill his career for a long yeah. time. And yeah. I've seen a few interviews. In fact, he did one on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast not long ago, um, oh. Inside of You. And he said that literally he... He came out of that film expecting to have a massive career where he didn't have to audition. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really have to do anything. He would literally be offered parts left, right and centre. And then when it didn't work out, he still had that feeling that that's what he should be. And he, he stopped. He just said, I was going to 
Yeah, auditions. See, I, think that's, I think that's the case of Superman. If you play Superman, unless you are, have either done very high-profile stuff before or practically straight after, you have got the S like branded yep. on your chest for life. Yeah. Yep. And- Look how long it took Tom Welling. Yeah, exactly. To get out of that shadow. Exactly. And it wasn't until he, he got Lucifer yeah. that, that anyone really cared about him anymore. Yeah. And then, let's be honest, though, he came back basically the same year to be Clark again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Crisis. So he just, he was doing really well. And then that just kind of just went, come on, get back down yeah. here. But um, I kind of picked up on a lot of cameos that were in. That film, um, the the old woman who dies at the beginning of the film, um, she played Lois Lane in the George Reeves Superman TV show in the fifties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, and the bartender uh, in the film played Jimmy Olsen in the same mm-hmm. um, thing. Uh, Martha Kent was uh, one of her breakout roles was actually with Marlon Brando. Um, so I, yeah. I, yeah, I like that. Um, that little connection. Also, Richard Branson had to stick his oar in into this film. Can he not just fuck off to his island for the rest of his life? At least it wasn't Donald Trump. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Who's going to be CGI'd out of Home Alone 2 by the sudden of it? I, honestly, no. God, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't that's wait. amazing. Um, I also... I kind of slated the visual effects... And certain things is just be me being picky. I've up. got notes that some of the visuals weren't great. Yeah, wow. uh, the plane scene, the plane looks great. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon looks awful. Mm. Well, I think that entire sequence looks great, Brandon included. The one that I really don't like is towards the end, just before he flies up into the fly the... past CGI face. Well, that yeah, at, yeah, at the very <laughs> end of the film, yeah, yeah. that was terrible. It's awful, but yeah. I also picked up on the heat vision. Oh, that, yeah, that is that is some of the worst heat vision I've ever seen from a Superman show. And I saw uh, the Dean Kane <laughs> Superman show from the 90s, they were just red lines coming out of his eyeballs. <laughs> Honest to god, it was like someone got a piece of string and went, Just hold that there a minute, will you? But, um, I love the action comics, um callback uh, when he yeah. saves the woman in the car I thought that what it wasn't needed but when you see it you go mm. that's cool um, the, the grey suit from the start of the film I think we should have seen more of it obviously it was in deleted scenes um, if anyone can get that up uh, but the one thing that bugs me the most about this film is the Jesus imagery now <laughs> I'm yeah, all God. for comparing Superman to our Lord and Saviour but, like, Brian Singer might as well have nailed us in the wrist with it. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I mean, there's the bit where uh, he pushes the big island into space, he falls back, arms akimbo. Yeah, like, I've written down here, Alien yeah. 3. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, also, he gets speared in the side. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, there's, there's just all kind of, Oh, he comes back from the dead. Yeah. I mean, like, honest to God. Um, and the very my very final thought was uh, Richard White. Uh, is it Scott or James? Marston? Uh, Cyclops James. from X-Men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that man I feel very sorry for. 
because he's now lost women to both Wolverine and Superman. <laughs> I actually, I actually made a note of um, James Marsden has made a career out of being a damp squib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. every yeah. character he plays is just a wimp. Yeah, yeah, everything. Cyclops is a w- wimp. This character is his character in the stand at the moment is a wimp, and even the remake of Straw Dogs as well at yeah. the start of the film. Yeah, just he's just pathetic, and I feel sorry for him because he keep, I, ca- I can't imagine he's like that in real life, but he seems to get cast in these roles. Oh, yeah. and Ryan, Ryan Gosling, he lost the girl to Ryan Gosling. I can't remember the name of the film. <laughs> oh, what is it? That's gonna annoy me now. Um, but overall, there are definitely worse Superman films. We watched one uh, last month. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there are better ones yeah. out there, so I gave it 60. All right. Mm. Tony? Yeah, I think one or two other bits I want to point out. It's nice they kept uh, the William score to open it with, yeah. even though they got John Ottman in to actually do the score for it. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting they didn't go back to William to do that, I thought. Um it's impressive. There's quite a bit of Brando voiceover in it as well, I thought. Yeah. Um, but, of course, one of my bugbears, as we know, throughout these films and through other stuff, is the running time. Yeah. And it is too long. It's too slavish. I mean, yeah. I clocked in that we don't see the S until about 35 minutes into the film. That's too long Yeah. in an established franchise film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have actually got a note that says two hours in this film should be coming to a close, but another... 50 minutes or so and yeah. it wasn't in the end it was actually massive long credits mm. that cut well, it down to only like 30 minutes left funnily yeah. enough um ralph and spacey don't actually share a, a scene together till 112 minutes into that the is film. crazy isn't it yeah i also had a note that uh singer thought that he could fit uh the death of superman and superman lives in 10 minutes mm. <laughs> which is yeah. just ridiculous <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> Zack Snyder barely did it in like three hours if you watch yeah. the extended cut. Well, that comes back to what Josh was saying how it feels so daft because it's yeah. so rushed. Exactly. You could have set basically the film set at Easter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that was my big bugbear again is the runtime. And it, it's too slavish. He, he puts he almost makes it too much of a sequel, if that makes sense to Superman 2. He yeah. doesn't let it be its own thing as well. Uh, yeah. I think we mentioned the CGI. I thought most of the casting was pretty good. Yeah, see, that's Jim, the opposite for me. I think that's the worst bit. I thought Jimmy was good. I thought Clark, uh, I thought Rice was good. See, I'll agree with Tony, but only apart, apart from Lois. Well, I was just going to say, but for me, the big bug is Kate Bosworth was totally yeah. miscasting that. There's there's no spark between her and Brandon on screen no. at all. I said the, the original relationship between um, Chris and Margot was that he was awkward and she mm. was at arm's length. She was yeah. keeping him away. Whereas this, they both just come across as really awkward. Yeah. Like there's just nothing there at all. Yeah. And I think this probably came up a bit at the time. And the other real issue I had with the film is they make him out to be a bit of a stalker. Yeah. Super pair. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of scenes where he's, he's staring at his kid and staring at the house and you're just waiting for the police to come and move him along. Yeah, I, I wrote a note that um, at that bit when he knows that it's his son, I wrote down creepy Superman. Yeah. Just it hiding in the me. in the shadows. It's just so weird. Why it they reminds me of the it. boys a little bit, Dappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
It also reminds me a little bit of um, Michael Myers. <laughs> in, the, in the corner, in the shadows, just waiting for you. Super Myers. <laughs> Come back to the cash room. The other one that was a bit of a strange one was Cal Penn in there. Wow. Yeah, I completely I've forgot he was in it. I've got a fact, fact for you, fact fans. <laughs> Right, ah. he was actually in a revised version of the script, going to be a disgraced Daily Planet employee, who was contacted by Lex Luthor and bribed to put in the Daily Planet the Krypton yeah. had been found to make to get Superman to go away, so Luthor could get out of prison. Interesting. Fact uh, fans, beware. Yeah, so those are what. There's some interesting bits, and they're like seeing Supes getting his arse kicked towards the end. That it's actually quite brutal. That punch up he ends yeah. up. Yeah. Spacey uh, is vile. Again, I love the play sequence, but there's not enough of that. Considering how long the film is, yeah, there's not enough of those sequences. <sighs> it's quite a ponderous film at times, I think. Yeah. Um, and we don't even see the bloody piano thrown properly. I wanted to see the kid just going. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see the kid commit GBH. <laughs> uh, so for me, it's going back. It's the first time I've watched it in a few years. I mean, really, at the time, been really buzzed listening to the soundtrack before the film came out and the score, and been really hyped for it. And coming out of it and watching it again, kind of thinking, it's all right, but it should have been more than all right. Yeah. After all that time. And so for me, it kind of score-wise, it really sits somewhere maybe 73, 74-ish. Why did they feel the need to have it in this universe and continue the, the story? I think they tried so many different versions that eventually they just were like, let's just go back to the well and yeah. carry on what we've already done. There yeah. was Superman Lives, there was Superman Flyby, and none of them ended up panning out and they came to this and just went with the easy option, I think. Yeah, because I, th I think the fact that... Do you remember the, the reporter on the news mentioned Gotham? I think yeah. they were. this was supposed to be the start of the, the what would become a DC. Yeah. yeah, well, Batman yeah. versus Superman was planned. Yeah. For that time. And it's even advertised in I Am Legend. <laughs> yeah, Wolfgang yeah. Peterson, I think, directed yeah. when it says or something. Yeah, and he was meant to be directing it. Mm. That was the thing. He was actually signed up to do it. Who's that? Yeah. Wolfgang Peterson was oh, meant to be directing it. Best name ever. <laughs> well, funnily enough, I'd tell you who else was going to direct it before Brian Singer got offered it. Uh, Brett Ratner. Yeah. And Muck <laughs> X-Men 3. Jesus yeah. Christ. That would have yeah. been... Oh, my God. So It was quite a turbulent time. They really struggled getting back on screen, didn't they, for a yeah. long time? Yeah. Well, plus Chris Reeve had just died, so it, I think people were Superman fans in general were still in mourning, really. So they're like, "Who's this fella?" Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm just, I, honestly, I, as I said earlier, I wasn't particularly impressed with the casting, and that's my big bugbear. Bosworth, I thought, was awful, as we've we've said. I didn't like Spacey. I watching it this time. <laughs> I um. I originally had it in my head. I hadn't seen this film for a long time, and I had it in my head that he was playing it like Hackman, but it just comes across as really creepy. <laughs> it's, it's not comedic or anything. It's just weird. Is that what you know now? Is that rapey spacey? It might well be, but it just it just feels really bizarre. Like 
he's not really playing Luther like he's just taking one of his previous characters like Usual Suspects or something like that and it just it doesn't feel right as I said James Marden, Marsden Damp Squib um, I wasn't a fan of the whole family storyline and the whole mm. sequence on the boat could have just been Lois it didn't yeah. need to be all three of them mm. um, it just felt really forced like they, they thought we got to do something different to this story we can't have it just being lowest uh, yeah. yeah. Um what other notes did I have? Um the the nods to the original um films in the model village I thought was quite nice. Yeah, I saw um, that. Um there's a few bits from from previous films on on that. Um I said I, I really like the the peaceful flight over Metropolis when he's on his own and just flying round. I thought that was really well done. Um, what else have I got? Uh, oh, another note: Hugh Laurie was meant to be Perry White originally. Yeah, I saw mm. that. Yeah, doesn't he doesn't feel anything like the original Perry White? I love Hugh Laurie, but that would have been so bizarre to say it's a <laughs> well, continuation and he's completely is, different. He was, he was apparently going to play his house house yeah. character, um, and then the when that show actually took off, he's like. Yeah, he, he said, "No, I'm not doing it." Yeah, mm. uh, the one thing I I picked up on on Ralph, I love Brandon Ralph. I've mentioned to you guys that I've met him yeah. multiple times, yeah. as is Tony, yeah. um, and he's a lovely guy. But the only thing I picked up that was bad was that he looks younger than Christopher Reeves <laughs> when it's meant to be like ten years after the first film. <laughs> they're actually, he doesn't... They, were, they were actually the same age when yeah. both films came out. Yeah, so. Um, but is it bad that I missed Lois's apartment from the original films? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, it seemed like they spent a lot of time in that apartment, so I, I kind of missed that. It's like an uh, extra character, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. Um, as I said, I got really bored with the, the love triangle. I uh, didn't need that at all. Um, Ralph kills it in every scene. I, yeah. I thought he was brilliant. Um the, time. the man needs the HBO Max show. Yeah. He needs one. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I picked up, the, the scene where he first dons the costume and he does the, the strip off, they cut below the S so you don't see it. And that really annoyed me. I yeah. was like, if you're going to do it, let me see it. That, that um, was actually a note I made when, it, do you mean when he goes to change to save the plane? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what annoyed me because he just rips the shirt, cuts off. What? Yeah. Have him change properly. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Um, then I mentioned about the the Superman lives the death of Superman in ten minutes for a two hour odd odd film. Um, <laughs> um, Bosworth just not so good was what I said. Always good when Brandon's around, but when she's around. It kills the film. And I thought it ended with a quite a whimper in the end. Mm. Um, it doesn't really have a great finale. Um, as I said, creepy Superman. Um, then deciding that his kid's his. And, and kind of that's it. After the, the shortened death and rebirth, just it feels like there's more story to it than they give us. Mm. Um, which is really sad. 
Um, but I, I still would say it's it's an average Superman film for me. Um, so I'm I'm going to be in that general area of kind of 71, 72. Yeah, I yeah, I get that. My God, um, I was the most critical. Jesus, yeah. that makes a change. So, I was the softest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for, for Superman. But we aren't leaving that arena. We are sticking <laughs> in the same era and the same set of characters. We are mm. going to review Supergirl next really? time. Pray <laughs> <laughs> for over. people, pray for us. Oh, God. I remember watching that right in video club in school. Oh wow. no! <laughs> and I can't remember much about it. I just remember watching Supergirl. I've never seen it, but I do have something. Tony slammed the door in Supergirl's face. <laughs> and he he doesn't remember it because we'd been drinking quite a bit. I do. Was that was that <laughs> Helena? Was that Milton yep. Keynes? It was. It was in a in a room in Milton Keynes that she was a guest Brilliant. at a con, and Tony slammed the door in her face. Brilliant. <laughs> Sorry, so, Helena, if you listen. So on that note, thank you for listening again, and thank you boys for joining me. Hopefully, Craig, you'll be available next next week or next month even uh, to watch Supergirl. Um, so thank you very much, boys, and we'll see you next month. Good night. Bye, Bye guys. Stay safe, everyone. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Oh.